The diamond I Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. These shoes are perfect for going out in. They have a massive heel made out of a kind of wooden veneer and a kind of leather pleather strap that goes across the foot and around the ankle with a buckle. They are really fabulous. These shoes belong to Shauna Reed. This is her story. So my name is Shauna, and growing up, ever since I can remember, I had always dreamed of going far away. And to me, as a small-town girl from rural Pennsylvania, I, I think that was definitely more of a thought experiment, and far and away meant somewhere exotic that wasn't home. It was definitely not a plan, but as luck would have it or as life would have it, uh, after college, I had the opportunity to travel the world, and so I did. And for nearly a decade, I lived with strangers, and I traversed the globe with a group of international participants and had the time of my life. And then, one day, I realized how many incredible people I met and also how many incredible people I had left behind. And so, just as soon as I started, I decided that it was time to go home. And so, after about 30-plus countries, more than 250 host families, and countless stories, I landed on a flight in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I was home. And it was June, and I had almost forgotten in those 10 years how ungodly hot a Pennsylvania summer is. Uh, The air was absolutely stifling, but the tension more so. I was standing in my driveway, and I had become engaged in the most intense verbal altercation I had had in my adult life. And the catalyst for that moment was a seemingly innocuous picture. To be honest, I can't even remember what we were looking at. To me, it was probably something that represented a memory, but to Trevor, it was something more, something different, something unfamiliar. And to fully understand this moment and why it's significant, I have to first introduce you to Trevor, my Trevor. And Trevor is an absolute character. He is a personality who is larger than life, somebody who's insatiably curious, funny, always trying to make people laugh with a heart of gold. He is a dancer and an artist, talented beyond measure. Growing up, people used to always joke that we were two peas in a pod and should have just been born in the same body to save everybody the trouble. He was my absolute very best friend. And while our neighborhood kids would be out playing games of manhunt, tag, and pickle, Trevor and I would be up until three in the morning writing stories or just sometimes imagining what could be, dreaming up our next project, Um, choreographing the next dance. At least, that's how I remember him. He was 12, the day that I left for 10 years. But standing there in that driveway, he was not 12. In fact, he was 22. And the Trevor that was staring back at me was definitely not the one that I remembered. When I had left, I was the big sister, but now at six foot two, he towered over me. And, you know, his piercing blue eyes were exactly the same. But where we had related on so many levels before, 
Now there was this distance. And as we stood there having this really, really heated argument, I was, it, it wasn't lost on me that I was staring at a young man, somebody who was now a professional, an entrepreneur who had pulled himself up from the bootstraps, who had created a job from scratch, had created an empire, a barbering empire out of a dream, you know, and he had left college to do it, taken such an unconventional path against all odds and just poured his heart and soul into it. In the process, he had become a staple of the community. He was somebody that everybody came to. Everyone knew Trevor. He was the person that, you know, he silently paid the medical bills of a, of a young child whose parents just couldn't. He would host at his barbershop benefits for people who were undergoing treatment for cancer. He was somebody who would do anything for anyone, give you the shirt off of his back. He was also a staunch Republican, somebody whose own lived experiences had made him very vehement in his support of Trump, in his support of a political agenda that couldn't be more different than my own. And so that day as we stood there face to face, we exchanged really heated words, we exchanged nasty names, and then finally he did the one thing that only a Trevor could do to make the situation better. He just stopped talking. And instead, he opened his huge arms and embraced me in the most massive bear hug, a Trevor hug. And when he did that, it seemed like all the tension just melted away. And I was reminded of this kid that I left, this 12-year-old that's still inside there, and all of these connections and these similarities that we still have to one another and we still share. And I couldn't help but be so frustrated in the moment. You know, I said to him through tears, Trevor... Why? Why don't you want to hear my stories? Why don't you want to see my pictures? I just want to, I want to share my life with you. And he said to me, because every time you've ever left to go meet people like them out there, you become just a little less excited to come back here home to people like me. He says, you've spent a lifetime trying to understand them and in the process forgot where you came from. And I think his words hurt because they couldn't have been more true. It was honest, and I didn't want to hear it, but I needed to hear it. That day and that moment precipitated into nearly three hours of a conversation, the best conversation to date that Trevor and I have ever shared. We talked about anything and everything and put all of our cards on the table. He reminded me that while I was out there experiencing the world, meeting new people, trying new foods, seeing new places— he was living life too, and just as my experiences were shaping me, so too were his shaping him. And I had forgotten that. And I can see how in my sharing, in the way I was choosing to communicate my journey, my experience, it was coming across as, under, uh, as, as condescending, almost as he couldn't possibly understand because his eyes didn't see what mine had. And yet I had to remember that I too hadn't walked in his shoes. I, I hadn't lived his life. And so there we were that day. And we had this conversation. And it has become something that I've often reflected on throughout my adult life. As I sit and as I hear these different dialogues and people who are so confrontational because they're coming at it from two polar opposite uh, positions. And I'm reminded of of my Trevor 
and of the people back home who hold me accountable to my roots and who gave me the wings to fly and the courage to chase my dreams. And I'm so grateful for somebody, for, for the opportunity to build and forge a relationship with somebody who challenges me not just to hold space for people that think and act like me, but more importantly, for people who don't, for the people who think differently. And so that's my Trevor. Shauna's story was produced by Ryan Fu. Her shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by Empathy Museum's A Mile in My Shoes exhibition. The shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next.